Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. (laughs) And Aggie told me something so shocking. So, um, I'm so jealous of her because (laughs) that I can't even, honestly, I'm still like processing the fact that I watched three hours of this goop sex, sex show. And then I was like, Oh, do you got through the whole thing? And Aggie's response was, I didn't watch any of it, but, but, but. I have no excuse. I'm sorry. No, I just like, I mean, you have an excuse. You're busy. Get around to it. <laughs> I feel. So, I really feel bad. I put like a list together. I was like, you know, we'll figure something to talk about. I was like, maybe it'll come up. You know, Although you didn't. You weren't even gonna tell me. It didn't really cross my mind. It's like that big of a deal. I was like the whole week. I was like, it like really ruined my whole week. Like dreading doing it, watching the first episode, being. um just like traumatized by the first episode and then being like, Oh my God, I have five more episodes to do. And then it's like, and then it like weighs on my mind. And then this morning I had two episodes left. So I was like trying to read goop and watch the two last episodes. And it was just like getting more and more disgusting. And finally I was done. I was like, well, at least, you know, we'll get to talk about it. We'll get to commiserate. We'll get to share our feelings. And then this happens. And <laughs> I'm going to send you a little gift. Uh, no, no, okay. no. I just, no you're, the gift. gift The gift will be you still have to watch it. Okay. That'll be my penance. Before before you die, you have to get I'll, through all six I'll episodes. Watch, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. But wait, did you watch all six or just the first three? No, I literally watched all six. Okay. But I'll, I, I, I have a surprise about how I watched all six that I'll leave to when we get to our rankings. But I did watch all six. Okay. So this... so. Okay. So tell me, 
literally so do you have like a normal because i made like a normal list but it's not that important i want to hear about this show well i did i did make i tried to make a list and form it like we usually do with you know best of the week worst of the week but there was very little because they only came out so usually what? okay usually goop comes out with like a, a monday newsletter and a thursday newsletter and the monday yeah. newsletter well you guys know that listen to this the monday newsletter is, is more just like fashiony stuff and then the thursday one is the big meat of the week. Yeah, the meat and, and potatoes. The meat and potatoes. And they, they didn't do a Thursday newsletter this week. So I was like, oh, all we have, really all we have to talk about is um, the show. But I yeah. guess not. Mm. Well, okay. So now I'm like, I'm going to try. Well, so those of you who listen to this podcast, probably a lot of you have seen at least part of the show. I would I would be We've surprised. Messages like this is torture. torture. I hate this. I can't stand this. Um. So I don't know. If anyone has gotten through the whole thing, aside from me, I mean, I obviously—I don't even think Gwyneth has watched the whole thing. I, I'm sure not. No, I don't think so. Um, Why would she? Yeah, so it's like, so at least what like the last season of the Goop Show, it was sort of like it was torturous in its own way, but but every episode was like a different theme. So if you hated one, you could at least hope or pretend that the next episode wouldn't be as horrendous as the last one right so there's always hope this one you see what you're going to get the first episode and you're like holy shit how can there be six whole episodes of this like this is this is just this is horrifying i i'm i don't have as as enough vocabulary words to describe the torture that this is okay so this is really really bad i so Okay, as as you know, as all of our listeners know, both we one of our least favorite parts of covering Goop is is the sex toy stuff. The sex stuff the, is really really fucked up. And this is like taking that to the next level. And I don't watch I don't watch I don't watch even any like dating shows. I don't watch like relation like there's the the that like re- couples therapy show on Showtime. There are you know, like real sex. There's all these shows and I am just not interested in any of it. When I, I don't want like the dark underbelly of like people's sex lives. I feel like that's a dark underbelly for a reason. And I don't care. I don't need to know everybody's weird sex issues. They're, I don't want to, I don't want to think about like, you know, like Joe Biden and Dr. Jill having sex oh, or God. like, I don't want to think about like, what is it really like? For, like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. No. I don't want to hear about it. Keep your private life. Have a little bit of self-respect. Yeah. And and so w- watching this overall, th- like, I'm like, oh, I'm actually, these people are to some extent brave of putting this stuff, this very personal stuff out there. And like, I could never do it. I feel like most sane people could never do it. Um, but it is, it is like a special personality type that you're like, Oh, not only like, am I like, that's great. If you're getting couples therapy or sex therapy or whatever, I love that. But like to be like, Oh, I'm going to put this on a Netflix show in cooperation with goop. Like that's a special type of loose screw in your head. I agree with you. I agree. Um, Oh, this is a tangent, but if you really don't want to, um picture joe biden having sex there's a a great political cartoon by eli valley who's like this 
like dirtbag leftist political cartoonist and it's um it's like a joe biden Kristen cinema joe mansion human centipede cartoon that's like extremely graphic that came up on my twitter and i was like oh this is wait today what it Kristen cinema is getting into it i know she wore a jean jacket or i don't even know i saw the the mitt romney ted lasso thing with her and i just like i can't it's like so many things that i can't even deal with that i just i because i also have like done myself the favor of not ever watching Ted Lasso so like no, I don't too. know any even though people keep telling me to watch it but it's like I can't um, how I watched I watched the hours? pilot and I was like this is a hundred percent not for me okay good I don't I had a feeling it wasn't for me but you never know it's like it's like all the most saccharine parts of Parks and Rec without any they of the must. like broad sitcom humor it's just the like it's just like horrible that's a nightmare why do they all have to be like all of these shows get so saccharine and this one started out i can't imagine i mean apparently and sorry spoiler alert if you haven't watched i haven't watched it but i just read about it apparently in like the second season you find out that like ted lasso's father killed himself and like that's why he's so sweet i have no idea (laughs) he's such a good he has he's carrying so much sorrow because his father killed himself i don't know that was like the big cliffhanger oh really yeah i mean i guess you have to be i mean that's i'm so sorry ted (laughs) (laughs) r.i.p ted lasso senior uh i still think jason sudeikis is very handsome but i he yeah but like I don't know. I can't think about Jason Sudeikis anymore. I can't think about because him. he played Joe Biden for so long, and you conflate the two in your head. He has this very like terrifying Gentile face. Oh yeah, he's like, he's I mean, he's real... literally from Kansas. Yeah, he's got, a, but he he to me he looks like the scariest kind of like Ivy League guy. Oh, I see. Harvard? I he I don't think so. I don't know. He, he might have, but he's definitely like Midwest, like for but sure. Today is, is he Greek? That name sounds Greek, so yeah. Doesn't it? But I think I it would be know. a far back. Like he's like, I mean, his accent, like he's straight up Kansas. It's like Midwest. an Elizabeth Warren situation. Yeah. 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 Who knows where that lady's from? Greekness. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway. Anyway, yeah. So don't watch Ted Lasso. Don't watch Sex, Love, and Goop. Okay. So the first image is already horrifying it's a vagina well it's no it's it's a it's a woman it's like the promo image and it's beautiful it's a larger woman with lots of belly rolls with her legs spread and then instead of the vagina it says like sex love and goop that's what i have instead of a vagina just kidding (laughs) (laughs) wow you were literally born to do this podcast i was born to do it you came out of the womb and the doctor's like sex love and goop he was like what is is this actually just to clarify i wasn't i there was no male doctor in the room it was just midwives oh midwives doulas um but then okay so the second image after that well it says sex love and goop and then it says executive producers gwyneth paltrow and elise fucking lonin this bitch is she's i'm sure it was some deal before she was i bet you she wasn't really didn't really have anything to do no i think absolutely she didn't have anything because if you know she had anything to do with this show she would have put herself on camera of course so i i i did think that was the reason for the rebrand though because it's like season one of a new show i thought yeah 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 yeah. because she was such a huge part of the first 
season. But yeah, obviously when they signed the deal with Netflix, so she, no matter how many goop shows Gwyneth does for the rest of her life, Elise is always going to be raking in the dough, which makes me so She's angry. not stupid. She's not no. stupid. I'll give her that. Um, I still subscribe to her podcast and then it no, downloads. she got you. And then I, but I immediately delete it when it downloads. Good. <laughs> but I shouldn't even give her the downloads. I, but I, cause I keep wanting to be, oh, like I'll listen to five minutes of it just to talk about it on the podcast. And then I can't even bring myself to listen to five minutes. Don't of listen it. to it. It's okay. Our listeners don't need to be, we can all as a community <laughs> walk away walk away from elise yeah no it's yeah. true uh okay so where do i start um okay so it starts off every episode sort of starts off with gwyneth it, it takes place at goop headquarters gwyneth and there's like a series of couples i think here actually i actually did i wouldn't say write notes but i copied wow. and pasted notes from someone else that wrote them okay um so there there's Gwyneth and then there's a series of different like sex therapists that sort of come and go as the episodes progress. And then there are, I think there's five couples that they introduce each of them with their own little quirks and issues. And then they're each sort of paired up with a different sex therapist doing, you know, different modes of therapy. And then you sort of, they're not each, each couple isn't in every episode. We sort of, cut to one cut to another and then you come back to one blah 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 mm. um so the main the main therapist that Gwyneth and so Gwyneth sort of introduces each episodes and they'll they'll cut to her but like Gwyneth isn't involved in any of the like therapy sessions those are between the couples and and the therapists okay. but she she sort of the the Elise role in the show is is played by Michaela Roem, who's a relationship coach who has been on Goop a million times. I mean, that seems like a better fit because yeah. it's like I feel like with Elise, like it was like Gwyneth is like the celebrity, the charmer, the personality, and then Elise was like, who was Elise? You know yeah. what I mean? She just like worked at Goop, but because you need like- a celebrity and like an expert, and Elise was neither. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but Michaela, so she's like, she has sort of a indistinguishable European accent. I maybe like Hungarian, Romanian, Israeli. I literally have no idea. But she's like in the Dr. Ruth mode of like a European lady who talks okay. about sex. We need um, those in our lives. Yeah. And I like, I like her. She's like a young Dr. Ruth. She seems like relatively grounded, um, pretty cool. And I think she is Gwyneth's sex therapist because they'll occasionally talk about specific things that Gwyneth and Brad are dealing with not in any graphic detail but like Mm -hmm. I think she has worked with Gwyneth on a on a personal level so they have some sort of personal relationship okay so then um so then we meet so okay then there are like the other therapists there is a a woman named Jaya who is a somatic sexologist what does that mean that means well, her sort of thing, her little gimmick is um, she gives you a quiz that's like, what type of sex person are you? <laughs> so oh, I saw that on the website. Yeah. So like she, her little branded thing is everyone has a sexual type. And so she works, there's one specific couple that she works with who um, they have I guess like income, not incompatible, but they have different sexual types. And then she sort of tries to like bridge the gap with them. 
Okay. Um, then there's another woman named Darshana. Keep in mind that both of these women are white women whose names are Jaya and Darshana. Okay. Um, Darshana has a bit of a, like asymmetrical, not a Karen haircut, but like a hippie Karen haircut that's like gray and wavy, but also asymmetrical. I'm having a very, very hard time picturing what you're describing. If you just Google Darshana white. I bet you all I have to Google is Darshana. Darshana, yeah. Uh, So she is an erotic wholeness coach. And what she does is illegal in most states. Wow. It's legal in California and it's legal in Europe because what she actually does is her, she with consensual, all this is consensual, blah, blah, blah. But she actually has sex with her clients at at penetrative. uh, She uses her hands and goes into places to basically help her clients give orgasms. Get Uh, orgasms. Wait, it's like that movie. Oh yeah, the one with Helen Hunt and um and um what's her face? Right? I don't yeah, where she's like her job is like she has sex with you. Y- yeah, like, but, but, not, but I don't but think like, <laughs> But Darsh- Darshana doesn't have sex. She doesn't like she doesn't use her genitals. She it's like only her hands. Like it's like it's like a more clinical. It's like sort of halfway between doctor and prostitute. I Okay. And like, okay, yeah, I honestly, I was like a little weirded out, but then looking, I mean, I, you know what I've, and apparently this, this is a sex sexologist, which sounds like the stupidest term in the world. It sounds so fake. Fake, right? (laughs) But apparently according to Darshana that this started in the eighties in the gay community in the aftermath of AIDS, when men were so traumatized by AIDS that, um, that, they couldn't have sex anymore. And then sexologists started to help gay men get comfortable with having sex. So then she appropriated that. And she also appropriated her Sanskrit name and she appropriated everything. And now she's a huge star. Okay. Then. Okay. hmm? It doesn't matter. I don't care. I just, I, I'm literally, I'm surprised that this, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I really don't even know what to say. Yeah, I I was like really her well we'll get we'll get into it but like it actually was less crazy than I thought cuz it she always wears gloves. I mean it's basically like a dot like a pelvic exam. She's just trying to get you to have an orgasm. Okay. Um then is, we are her clients women or men? In the show it was women um with her okay i've got it i think i cracked the case okay her clients they are they are lesbians the end yeah yeah her clients were lesbian in this in this i mean i think she probably has had male clients but but these this was like the people that she worked with was like a lesbian couple yeah yeah this is not This is okay because I thought they were like closeted lesbians who were like, "Why oh, no, 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 no,
I mean, at least comfortable enough with their sexuality that they would go on the show. You have to be very comfortable with your sexuality to do that because yeah, Jesus and that's Christ. that's the whole thing about this fucking show that I'm like I don't get because it's like this is supposed to be people that are really repressed and people that have all these like sexual dysfunctions, but I'm like, if you're that repressed, you're not going to go on the fucking goop sex show. So it's like this is a very self-selecting group of people, right? Yeah, I'm still trying to find that movie about the I don't know about the like woman who's who like has sex with like people to like make them. Yeah, it's Helen Hunt and it's what's the little skinny guy from Eastbound and Down? The Sessions. The Sessions, yeah, it's them. It's she's a sex surrogate. Surrogate, yeah, yeah. Then um, okay. Okay, then we have Amina who I really was unfair to because she was the one who does the mirror work. And I think I made fun of her on the last episode. You, okay. But I love her now. I would go to her. She's so cool. Okay. So she, what she does, it's so dramatic. So she's this like beautiful, probably like in her forties, black woman who um, her thing is mirror work. And you're supposed to, we, uh, we described it on the last episode, you look in the mirror at your naked body and you say the things you like, say the things you don't like. And then you just, whatever look at yourself yeah okay but what she does is she fucking does it with you so she's like do you consent to me taking off my clothes and they're like yes and then she just does it she just stands there and she has like a a sick body she has like a really amazing body then i'm not doing then what would i do that with her but she has like um it's not like a supermodel body she has like a uh like she's like just sort of she's very in shape but she's like thicker i don't know she has a gorgeous body yeah, like I don't want to stand in front of a mirror naked with someone with like a perfect body and we're like, mm, like let's talk about our feelings. Do they show the whole thing or is it blurred out? No, they show. I mean, she has a little like G-string on, so they don't they don't show her like labia, but like they her breasts and everything else, like yeah. And then so her clients were this older straight couple who they were actually cute because the guy was like, like I'm jealous of him. He was like in his sixties and he's like horny all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and sh- the woman is not horny all the time. It's like a pretty basic <laughs> relationship, I guess. Okay. So, so the woman had to get more comfortable with her body because her like horny old boyfriend wanted to have sex twice a day. Wait, I don't understand. Okay, I don't care. Go on. I don't understand why you have to get more comfortable with your body because your horny old boyfriend wants to have sex too much. Because oh, then she didn't she, want to have sex because there was something wrong with her. Well, maybe she just didn't want to have sex. It was like she wasn't enjoying it. And maybe, so. Okay. Yeah. Again, I don't understand why that's her problem, but I guess, it, okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it's like a lot of these things, it's like, I mean, they're just trying to get the couples on the same page. So it's no matter. You have to kind of meet in the middle. You have to kind of meet in the middle, yeah. And then the the last person I was honestly just like tuning out by this time and I barely understood what was going on, but it's this woman named Katarina Witch, Wittich, and she is a family constellations expert. And she worked with, there was this other lesbian couple that definitely reminded me of um, Jane Lynch and Jennifer Coolidge from, uh, from Best in Show. So it's like this like sort of hot blonde and this like other like butch blonde and the hot blonde said she always ruins every relationship she's ever been in because she just cheats all the time. And then the butch blonde was like, I'm so scared that she's going to cheat and leave me. 
but then they had to do this like family constellations thing where they stand in a circle and they ask like I don't know if they were actors or random people to like play members of their family and like act out these scenes about their family trauma. Oh God. So it turns out that both of these women, their mothers almost died in childbirth when they gave birth to them. So they had like biological trauma from, I don't really understand what was going on. Okay. That was by that. I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself now. Um, I think it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. This is not going to be a linear uh, no. recap of the show. So those were the those were the therapists, and then the couples. I'll just go over sort of quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Erica and Damon, straight couple, probably in their thir- Well, she was probably in her thirties. He might have been a little older. Um, they're black. They're from. I guess like Southern California because they were on the beach and their thing was she, he felt that she was too uptight and wasn't like having sex enough. She thinks he's too uptight. No, he thinks she's too uptight. And then she, and and then she's like, I don't, I can't, can't have an orgasm. Like this isn't pleasurable for me. Okay. So they worked with Jaya and they did their little, you know, quiz. And so he has like, so you, if you're doing Jaya, you can either be um, energetic, sensual, kinky, sexual, or shapeshifter, which is like all of the above. Okay. And so he was sexual, which means it's like all about genitals, orgasm, blah, blah, blah. And she was more energetic, which is like, I don't know, like you're, you're, not touching but you're touching and there's like crystals and like that's how she gets off is like what i don't it was very weird all right <laughs> she was, so so the exercise that they did because like he's just like oh i like to like fuck and she's like i don't have an orgasm that way so he had to learn to like they did this exercise where she's just laying down and he like almost touches her but like just holds his hands above her and like shakes and like Aah! and that's and that's how she has an orgasm <laughs> He holds crystals above her and shakes and screams. Yeah, pretty much. So they have to. I'm sorry, but it's like, are you gonna like, like, are they gonna like go home and do that? Apparently, yeah. She was like, and then and then he and then they switched roles and he did it too, (laughs) and so he, um, and I I, honestly, this guy sort of rubbed me the wrong way the first time because I I have a little red flag when it comes to straight guys that are immediate like because the jaya was like is there anything you know i you don't consent or like that i shouldn't do and he's like don't touch my butt mm-hmm. and that and i when a straight guy's like immediately like don't touch my butt i'm like this is a little i i, I well know. i think it's like a red flag when a guy like just wants to have like penetrative sex constantly and like the woman isn't having an orgasm that way and like yeah. they don't understand that like it's that they're doing something wrong where like I feel like that's very common, but like, that's, that's just like a misunderstanding of like how to have sex with women on like the part of a man, which is like, I don't think it requires, I mean, I don't know every single thing that they've done and tried. I mean, obviously like, this is like a very open space, like the goop sex, whatever the hell it is. It's a very like, you know, woman focused area, but like, I feel like there's a step between like, I'm just like 
banging away at you with my dick and like don't I don't get why you don't like it and like I'm shaking a crystal over your body and screaming like there's a step there that you're like maybe you know not doing like there's there's a step you're missing yeah 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 well I I mean but yeah they I apparently oh and she also is kinky and that came out in the quiz so there was also a lot of play with these weird like furry feathers and stuff that you just sort of like honestly I'm so ticklish I don't understand how you could find this arousing if someone just like just does like like really grazes you with like a feather like that would just make me horrible it's like torture sounds annoying I I I like either hard touch or no touch at all a soft touch is truly life-shattering for me with a feather I I'm I don't want to talk about this anymore (laughs) (laughs) let's just keep going um so then we have okay then the next couple is another straight couple she's german and he's like jamaican american and their issue is she feels like he doesn't take enough initiative and he acts more like a little boy and she wants him to be like more like a man and she feels like they have more like a mother-son relationship than like so disgusting husband wife so they, they and I think are they working with Jaya? I forget if they're working with Jaya or Darshana, or maybe they're working with Michaela. They're all the same. But what they have to do is crawl on the ground and act like animals and sniff each other's butts. I can't. <laughs> and then, are, and they then really, they, are there nose in each other's butt? Well, yeah. So they do that. And then they have to do these like weird like ballroom dance things where they're like, it's like their version of foreplay, but they're doing like, they're like twirling around. What Like, I really feel like just get a divorce. Like, get a divorce at a certain point. I mean, I haven't seen the show, but like, get a divorce. I mean, they have kids and they do seem to love each other. They were like college sweethearts. And he, he actually, he seemed like really nice guy. She seemed, I mean, she's German. So that's like a tough thing and like she's also again this might make people she's not like the most conventionally attractive person in whatever for me i'm just saying for me but but you're not attracted to any woman well no but like i can i can tell okay (laughs) i mean she has like i don't know i don't want to go into detail but like wait what's her name uh felicitas and he's rama so he's named after like some king in, I don't know if it's Egyptian mythology, whatever. But the, so the, um, I think it was, I forget who it was. I want to say it was Michaela who was doing them. Michaela was like, you're the king, you're King Rama. You have to you take, you know, you have to be the, the dominant one because Felicitas wants to be submissive. And then so Felicitas is like crawling on her knees, trying to seduce him, uh, doing like, and they do like these little animal exercises. For me, it wouldn't have done much, but maybe for them, it worked. I mean, this is another thing. And this is what I said about it last time, you know, that really sounds like something that um, you would be forced to do in 
theater school. Oh, it's totally acting class exercise. All of these things. around and pretending to be an animal. And this is the kind of thing that has, it has never worked for me. I am not an animal. I don't want to do this shit. Yeah. It's stupid. Uh, um, I think she's pretty. I don't think she's ugly. No, I didn't say she's ugly. I just was like, well, I guess I don't know what I said. I said she's not that conventionally attractive. I think she's um well i mean i guess i'm only looking at this one thing i think she's fine they're it's great they're attracted to each other i just you mean because she has kind of a weak chin yeah a little yeah i mean just a little you know oh god i don't want to comment on these looks it's whatever drop just she's great all right okay (laughs) um any i'm just saying anyone is sort of gonna look ridiculous crawling on the ground being an animal trying to seduce your husband by like, yeah. like shimmying around like even the most hot person in the world is gonna look ridiculous doing that yeah and i think that she's a i think she's like a beautiful woman yeah beautiful okay so then, then they do a little ballroom dance thing they twirl around i hope she doesn't listen to this i know please felicitas i'm just ignore me Ig- fucking ignore me or you know send me a rude email or and i'm sorry i said the thing about i'm just trying to get in i'm just trying to understand but i yeah. feel that's something that's you and she actually doesn't have a weak chin at all i think no, she's, she, beautiful. she's gorgeous she's, she's totally gorgeous. beautiful no for real i think that yeah uh then we have the lesbian the first lesbian couple who this was sort of for me the highlight um they their story was touching so the one girl the, there's like a they're both sort of brunettes. There's one with darker hair and one with less dark hair. But the darker, they're both white. They're both dark. The darker hair one comes from like a Jehovah's Witness family who's like very homophobic. So she has a lot of issues about that. And then the her girlfriend um, has a lot of body issues because she used to be a ballerina. And so obviously that's like traumatic. So they both are, you know, whatever. So they work with Amina to do the mirror exercise. Um, and wait, now I'm getting them confused. I don't know. They they talk a lot about their body, and then and then the um, Darshana comes in and and does a little you know check under the hood. Okay. And you know, for the I I say go for it. I think this really was helpful for them, and I like their relationship seemed cute, and they seemed really nice. And that this was the one where I was actually sort of uh, invested in making sure that they were happy at the end. It sounds like you like the show. No, I didn't. I like okay. that one episode that focused on um, that they, they're Camila, Camille and Chandra. Uh, I, I like that one. Um, but the rest of them I didn't like. Then, then we have Mike and Joy who are the older couple and he's like, you know, horny old goat. And they've only been there. They got married later in life. Um, it was a, a cute, cute relationship and uh, they both seem nice. So they do more, um, I guess they just do more animal exercises. I just, they're just, they're also crawling Jesus around on the floor. Christ, these animal exercises. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I went over the last, the last one I was like, it was a blur for me. It was those, those other lesbians, um, Sarah and Dash. Okay. And they're the ones whose mothers both almost died in childbirth and they like did Chekhov scenes with their family. And they didn't have sexual issues. It was just like complete, cause they're like, oh, we're so horny for each other. So theirs was different. Theirs was more just like psychological and like abandonment issues and all that stuff. Yeah. 
and then yeah and then we go back to the beginning and we meet up with um erica and damon at the end and erica finally has an orgasm and then damon has because an that full- girl like fingered her he yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah okay. well okay so that's that's my recap um oh yeah and like i said i don't watch any of these type of shows so i don't know if this one is like worse or crazier than anything else than like couples therapy or whatever but it's just not for me and i wish goop would just i really just want goop to do like a selling sunset or a vanderpump rules where it's a reality show where gwyneth is just yelling at people and then you 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 see all the employees of goop and they fuck each other i just want vanderpump rules for goop that's my dream i see i want um i just want like okay this is what i want I want like an HGTV, like home makeover show, clothing. Make- I want basically like a combination of HGTV makeover show and um, like QVC where it's like, you oh. can buy all the stuff. I want a show called Gwyneth Goop My Life. And it's like, I'll be like, Gwyneth, I live in a one bedroom apartment in Los Feliz. I'm like, you know, I, all my products are toxic help me and then Gwyneth comes to your house and she's like get rid of this get rid of this here's what you need we're gonna go shopping she's like look I found this clean product you can have and here's some makeup and some style tips goodbye and she leaves and then at the end maybe this is what we would bring Elise back for we get like a pitch man who's like okay and you can buy all of that for the low low price of whatever on goop.com and like tells you all the products to get that would be my favorite goop show that i mean that does sound great like it it's like uh it will sell the products you get to feature gwyneth's skill set i mean this is basically that episode of property brothers that she did with kevin is like she should honestly she should have go into real estate and do property brothers she should be a permanent cast member on property brothers I know. but i love so good i love the idea of like renovating your apartment and telling you what products to use everything goop your life get yeah. everything, so, everything. It's like, so it's almost like queer eye where maybe there could be gwyneth and then you have gene come in you have megan come in you have uh caitlin or whoever and then it's like it's like I think every- Gwyneth, ha- she's like the Captain Planet of the Queer Eyes. Like, yeah. like all five combined, or like the five like people who work at Goop. If they combine their powers, they get one Gwyneth. Like, I don't think we need Gwyneth plus anybody. It's either <laughs> five people or Gwyneth. Or yeah, because no? it's too much star power if Gwyneth. Or yeah. but then it's like a combination of because I really realistically Gwyneth isn't gonna shoot that much. So I do think you need maybe her as more of like a Lisa Vanderpump figure where she bops in and out and then you have the other people. Or they're like, oh yes, Gwyneth, and like they're all afraid of her and they have to like please yeah, her. And exactly. she's only in like one scene per episode, if that. Yeah, she's in one scene. She's like, oh let's, you know, we're having lunch with Gwyneth and then um they talk to her about stuff. She maybe she advises them on what the clients are. And now I'm combining basically Vanderpump Rules, Queer Eye, and Selling Sunset. 
Um, but I also would love a little, almost like the old Bon Appetit videos where you see them in the work environment and then they're just like doing little, they're just having fun together doing videos. It's her in the work at work. And then she goes home. It's just like a constant 24 hour monitoring her life. Yeah. Then you see her mothering with Apple and Moses and Brad. It's like, it's just follow Yeah. Following her 24 hours a day. Yeah. A true dystopian Truman show starring Gwyneth Paltrow. It's like, I live in her closet secretly. I like carve a little hole. I spy on her. I get arrested. I go to jail. The end. Yeah. Well, now, I mean, now that Facebook is meta and doing their virtual reality thing, this would be a great project for them because you could put on those meta glasses and just live as Gwyneth for the rest of your life. Is this going to be, oh, are they going to do show? What is it? I just saw that it existed and I was like, I, I, I saw a still of Mark Zuckerberg with a VR glasses and that's sort of all I need to know. Mark Zuckerberg with these VR glasses is really pathetic. I saw him with Gail King doing VR glasses and it looked so stupid. Yeah. Like I mean, what I, they were watching, they were like, whoa. And it like just looked like it looked like The Sims or something. It's dumb. I put on what an Oculus or something. I, someone had it at a party and I you, yeah. you're like walking in and in the north pole and you see a polar bear or something it's like give me a break it's like i i know i know i mean i do think at some point because like video games are so i I think for like normal people that just like to watch tv and movies i don't think vr is going to be that big of a deal but for like video game people i really think i feel like there could be like scripted shows or something that like those type of people would want to watch right i think you're right i think it's a i think it's a Thing for video games and I actually do think it would be fun because I will say just to like talk about something that I do know about I did get into playing video games during like the height of lockdown mm. there are these like horror video games that are really fun and they're like Lovecraftian puzzles and it's like you're mm. in like some mansion and you have to like solve the crime and they're like little monsters those would be fun on oculus yeah no I think like if I was yeah if I was a video game player it would be fun I just, I would actually like, cause sometimes if I'm watching something in bed and I'm like holding my phone, I just want my phone to be attached to glasses on my head. So I don't have to like hold it. And so I can just lay down and just not hold my phone and just watch TV. Like that can't be that complicated to make. I, when I was a child, I fantasized about like living in basically like an iron lung that like would close and like it was soundproof so like my parents wouldn't be able to hear and I would have like a little tv like mounted on the inside and I could like secretly watch tv oh yeah asleep like this was something I like daydreamed about having (laughs) being a Victorian (laughs) iron lung yeah and it would also sometimes have like a like a soda machine or something (laughs) like it was like there was a lot in there well you need yeah now I have my own it's called my apartment (laughs) an iron lung for you to wander in and out of um all right well that's sex love and goop guys did you watch it I I think I will I'm gonna watch it I'm gonna do two things one I'm gonna buy Brian a candle because he really went through it and I really (laughs) don't fall I'm gonna definitely be doing that thing two is I'm gonna watch it I'm look, am I busy? Yes. I'm probably like my most, most max capacity yeah. I've been in a really long time, but I understand. this show is a huge priority. You are a priority and I love you all. And I will watch it and I will come back and I will do my recap of it. I will give my two cents. Yeah. Maybe you'll have a completely different take than me. What if I love it? You're going to get the mirror image. You're going to hear Brian's take. And then next week you're going to hear my take. And like, what will I say? Who knows? 
And the, and this show was obviously not geared for me. They didn't have any gay male couples on it. Like almost all of it was about more of like a woman's body, a woman's pleasure. So like, I understand I'm not really the target audience for this. So maybe, yeah, Aggie will have a different point of view. I do sort of feel like most people, most like sexual issues come about with like vaginas, like, and like vulvas and stuff. Like, I feel like that's the issue. I don't feel like, I mean, just in general. Possibly, but I also think women in general are a little more open about talking about that stuff. And men in general are very closed off and don't I would not disagree more. I feel like men are always talking about their dicks and jacking off and all their fucking shit that they do. I mean, I don't think that men are open. Women love to have a problem and be like a victim and be like, I can't help me. Like if a guy is having trouble sexually, like they will be really ashamed of that. It's true that they won't, they're not as open about, um, issue problems yeah that, yeah that's what i mean that's what the show's about problems but they're very open about sexual success i'll say oh sure i mean <laughs> and when anyone is successful at sex then of course you're going to be open about it well i don't think women are i think that's a maybe it's a little bit different yeah 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 no i get that like women are like oh god like i love jacking off to like <laughs> ryan gosling or something no. <laughs> they're like it's just a different it's just a different beast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Tell us what you think about Jaya, Darshana, Amina, Michaela. Um, I mean, these names, hopefully I'll forget them all soon. Yeah. I'm sure you will. It I'm sounds sure incredible. Will. I'm really disappointed. You know, I had really high hopes for this show. I know. And I, I'm really glad, honestly, cause you know, on Netflix, it'll say like, Oh, this is trending. This is top 10, blah, blah, blah. This show has is nowhere to be seen in the top 10 in the trending like i open you know netflix has such a specific algorithm when i open netflix i scrolled to the very end of like new on netflix and it mm-hmm. wasn't on there i had to like literally i mean maybe because i just don't watch these type of shows but like mm-hmm. i had to literally search goop and then it finally came up so it's like i think it's being buried they're ashamed which is ironic because this show is all about sexual shame. It is ironic. But I hope, I really hope for our sake and for Goop's sake that it is not successful and then they have to retool it and do like one of our ideas that we said. They need to bring us on. We're the only people who could fix it and we oh, really could fix it. We, we, I mean, Goop, If and I know some of you guys listen who work at Goop and I don't beg for a job very often, but just bring us in the room as, as like a, a consulting producer, staff we would, writer, we'll whatever. Help you. We'll we will help you. We we know what the goop audience. We are the goop audience. We, we know are the target goop audience. And I spend a lot of money on goop. We alone can fix it. Yeah, and like we have so many good ideas. We know what type of reality show we want. We know how to use Gwyneth. We know how to use the rest of the goop people. We know their personalities. We know their strengths and weaknesses. We know what people want to see. And we watch a lot of Netflix. Like, come on. We watch TV. We're obsessed with goob. Yeah. Get us in the room. Get us in the room. All right. All right. Well, enough begging for a job. They will never. They 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 never. Because we literally like call them like horrible bitches who are ugly. And something changed in the culture. They used to be on board. They are no longer. There was some some message from above. I don't know who it was. Mm -mm -mm. 
Uh, already. Well, let's just move on to our lists. Did you make one? Yeah, yeah, I did. All right, let's do it. Um, all right. Well, Aggie, as someone who didn't do the assignment, what was your best of the week? My best of the week were the Canadian tuxedos. There were all these like out fall outfits. Yeah. And one of them was like, what about like live your best like denim lifestyle including denim on denim and i i love denim on denim Mm -hmm. i feel like it's often frankly disrespected as an outfit i think it's like definitely coming back in style now i think it looks great well according to goop it's timeless interesting i mean i i just think the one thing is like it can't really be matchy matchy like you can't do you can't do like the same type of denim for the top and the bottom. I don't think. I think it works no matter what you're doing. I think it always works. I think it looks great. I absolutely love it. And um, I'm happy to see it getting the respect it deserves. Um, and I think everybody should do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my favorite now that fall is coming back, my favorite outfit to go out in is I have my like gray Levi's and then I have a green Levi jacket and it's that's all I need um gray and green gray and green yeah like um a light gray and more of like an olive green yeah I'm like I'm like denim like blue blue yeah that's what I mean when I say Canadian tuxedo oh yeah like I'm like Brittany Justin at the MTV awards yeah like yeah. Brittany and Justin. That's what's in Goop too. Cool, cool. What do you have? Um, well, so mine is just, I know, you know, Netflix has gone through a lot the past few weeks. There's a lot of controversies, none of which have to do with Goop. I mean, it's honestly the Dave, the Dave Chappelle thing is the worst thing possible to happen for the Goop show because now it can't be like the lightning rod that it wanted to be. Oh yeah, not even close. Although but, I would love it if there was an employee walkout over Goop. <laughs> that would be amazing i mean they god they would kill for something like that but i do have to give netflix credit for if you watch netflix on your phone you are able to watch it on 1.5 speed oh my god you're giving them credit for that what are you talking about i so i would never watch you know a film on 1.5 speed of course not i'm not a philistine you know i'm a cinephile i love movies but when you were tasked with watching six episodes of the fucking sex, love and goop show, God bless you, Netflix. I say, I want more. I want two, 2.5, 3.0. I want to get through these as quickly as possible. And you also listen to podcasts at 1.5 or 2 point, right? Babe, I listen to podcasts at 1.8 to 2.0, except at night I go down to 1.5. That is so deranged how many podcasts are you listening to a day i don't know probably like four to six okay wow i don't all right it's just not my lifestyle it's just not my lifestyle uh yeah no i like i literally only like three podcasts i'm not gonna say what they are i don't like that many oh i mean i like a lot because i do i have i mean i have about like I don't know, six or eight movie podcasts. I have like six or eight tennis podcasts. And then I have about six or eight housewives podcasts. And that's oh, about God. it. Oh, God. 
it's just tennis housewives and movies are my only interests in this world mine are all like horrible politics oh yeah well i have a few of those too those are the only ones i like i'm like such a if i was born i wish that there was like a howard stern for it that was like four hours a day i mean i guess there is there is there literally what or howard stern still does it every day oh yeah well i guess i i guess there's like a limit i guess i'm not that hardcore i don't really like howard stern uh, and i, don't yeah, like I never really got him, into but i wish that i did because that's the only kind of shit <laughs> i can really listen to just like something that's really like gonna get me like mad and like screaming and then like have a like that's what i like like i just want to like, so, like so you like to listen to podcasts of things that you don't agree with so you can get angry no, I, well, I usually like agree with most of the podcasts I listen to about between like 70 and 90% of the time. Yeah. And the things that they talk about are things that I get mad about, but I'm like agreeing with them. And then when I disagree with them, I get really mad about that too. So it's just all. Yeah, no, I get it. And I don't, I don't really listen to any, that many political podcasts because all, well, all of the like neoliberal political podcasts are just like unlistenable and I hate them. And then I'm obviously not going to listen to like right-wing podcasts, but then the left-wing podcasts, I like more when they're not talking about politics. Like, I don't like, what is there a good left-wing, like not, and not like a, like a really, like, I want like the evilest, like I want communist screaming. Is there any podcast that, like that? That's good that's actually talking about politics or no well very they're not usually like cracking open the new york times and like going through and talking. i, like, I mean i listen to chapo like that one is i think pretty fun yeah but that's sort of the only one i listen to yeah you're right the rest of the left wing ones are really more pop culture and i can't like i can't and i you know respect them whatever but i cannot listen to come town it's like I've never listened it's to it. It's too much for me. I don't listen to Come Town either. We both, um, whatever. But we both listen to Red Scare and we both listen to, do you listen to True Anon? I sometimes listen to it. I don't pay for it. Most of the good No, I don't pay. I don't do the either. Patreon. They, they sometimes get a little too in the weeds for me. They're too, it's too much. Sometimes. I think they're a little, I mean, True Anon is one that like I listen to for entertainment, but it's like, you know, like I don't believe any conspiracy theory. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's the difference and, between you and me. I believe all of them. So like, I, I sometimes when I'm listening to it, I'm like, I kind of think that they're being a little bit like alarmist and kind of like oh, yeah, yeah. building stuff up. So I, I like it because it's like fun. And like, I like it when they like say mean stuff about Elon Musk or whatever, but I don't like always it's not something I'm going to like pay for. Yeah. And I like the, I just like their dynamic with each other. I think they have a cute dynamic. I think they're fun and funny. I'm yeah. like, I enjoy it. And they're the, I think they're the only podcast I listen to that's um, Bay area based. So I just like, they remind me of my hometown. I listen to, yeah, I guess most of them are like, well, a lot of the ones I listen to, like they live in different parts of the country and they like zoom. Oh yeah. Like, I think that one, what's the one with the two guys that's, like, funny, but they never do it anymore? Oh, not really? Yeah. I think yeah. Doesn't, one of them's, like, in New York and one's in L.A., I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That one's fun. Anyway, sorry, we're not here to talk about other people's other podcasts. Other podcasts. What are we doing? Uh, okay, my best. Oh, wait, I said that. Just the Netflix thing. Thank God. I'm so excited. Like, reality shows should always be on 1.5 speed. Um, I would say even 
possibly some sitcoms or some soap opera. God, if I could have like a, if there was, I don't know, a new season of what would it be like empire or something? I'd watch it on 2.0 speed. But like what? kind of why i mean like what are you getting out of it at that point because you're not getting you don't you're not watching it for the art you're watching it to just get the get the plot get the information forward you know the story what if i just like wrote it out in like two sentences would you just read that yeah i do know so i don't really do it but i know people that like don't watch movies they just read the like wikipedia synopsis of movies i mean i guess i get it but i mean somebody's still like me i don't know that's so interesting to me i i understand that there's like a different and like also for something like the goop sex show which is like you're literally only watching it for this podcast and like you don't want to be watching it no yeah or like if i ever were to like appease my mother and watch my fucking octopus teacher which i don't want to watch and my mother and now her sister are both every time i talk to either of them are like obsessed with my that should okay that came out like a year ago they're so obsessed with it yes i mean it's good i liked it but you would hate it aggie oh my god i don't want to watch it and like my mom will just like sit be sitting there and then she'll just say like have you seen my octopus teacher and she'll just like start ask talking about it or like she'll just like smile to herself and say like he just reminded me of something from my octopus teacher <laughs> like she's just like obsessed with That's it really funny it's not even an ongoing show it's just like this one dude with an octopus it's one movie and like my mom and my aunt are both obsessed with it and i just like saw my cousin was in town and we like had dinner and she was like she had the same thing she's like my aunt my mom keeps telling me to watch my octopus teacher it's like the women in my family i wonder if it, it, it i wonder if it's like hypnotizing boomers somehow maybe i think that they just like got into i think one of them got the other one on it yeah, it's and like cute I, I didn't it. people were so snobby about it when it won the oscar and we're like how dare this movie win an oscar but i thought it was cute i mean i don't care about oscars but um i just I, I mean, I don't know what it, what it's about an octopus. Yeah, it's a guy. It's a middle-aged guy who is having issues at home. He hates his wife. He hates his son. And so he um, he gets solace from just jumping into the ocean and, like, molesting this octopus. Okay. And then the octopus, because it has, like, a short lifespan, it dies. And then the guy is, like, really sad. But then he, like reunites with his son and he and his son go scuba diving together and find another octopus to rape okay yeah my mom was like when she one of her like many like speeches about my octopus teacher when she was recommending it to me she was like one part is that <laughs> like just like as a warning i was like i don't care if the whole thing is sex i'm never gonna watch it i don't care but like <laughs> just like she's just like it's like mostly one part is funny like one part is sad like she's just like i don't know oh you know aggie make your mom happy just watch it you can watch it on 1.5 speed yeah that's my that was the point that i was then, yeah, trying to get to going a little fast. if i ever finally watch it it will be on 1.5 speed just yeah. to get through it uh but you know i mean it was a huge hit so that guy's probably going to be doing my squid teacher my snail teacher teacher i mean yeah yeah, it's gonna be a my sea creature teacher um franchise Mm. 
I can't wait. Um, all right. What was your worst? Okay, my worst was just like my personal. Oh no, my oh. So I think this was old, but I'm just seeing it for the first time. There's like a new. There was a um, a psychic on here from the Goop Summit. Oh. Or she's not a psychic. She's an astrologer. And her new thing is like, and I don't really understand like why this was like in my, like it was in the email. I like somehow navigated to it from the email Hmm. and it's this woman, um, Shawnee Nicholas. Okay. That name sort of sounds familiar. It's like, so the Goop Wellness Summit was like in partnership with Porsche And so this, I really liked her as a speaker. I felt like she gave a really good, like, um, breakdown of like, you know, like a good presentation, like, okay, we're gonna, um, talk about astrology and like, why, what, what's important about it. It's just like, if you were like in school and you had to do like an astrology presentation, like she structured it in like the right way. I was like, this woman has really put something together of quality here and she's selling me on it and I'm like okay yes I do need to like like learn more about who I am and I need to like use this woman's tools and I need to buy her book and I need to buy this goop like stone diffuser for some reason and she has an app that's what I we I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago because I I signed up for her app and then I um I think I'm gonna get it but the thing is that like I hadn't watched this video and it's in partnership with our friends at Borscht and so because of that everything is like astrology is like a roadmap and we're going to give you the keys I know. To unlock it and this has the best gps to navigate your life and everything is like a p- car metaphor yeah because they're like also selling porsches which i felt like was just not like conducive to like the astrological vibe i'm not here to buy a car yeah you're trying to be profound and at least have the sort of the the facade of something that is uh beyond capitalism but to fully put it it like the language in i mean it was almost like a joke yeah yeah i couldn't believe it It that said i'm definitely getting her app i know that this was like a couple of weeks ago but i think i'm gonna buy her app all of her products and her book do it. I, I got the app and then I immediately canceled it because you get like a three-day trial and then it's like $5 million a month. Oh, but I'm God. still getting like notifications on my phone. So I think it, I don't know, either I'm paying for it by mistake or it forgot, it didn't realize that I canceled. Who knows? But it's, it is cool. I mean, I think a lot of them do that, but like it gives you like a very, very detailed chart if you, you know, do your birthday and stuff. Yeah. And I, I did finally get, although no one in my family really knows what time I was born. There's like all of this. Really? Well, my mom and my dad have different. Doesn't it say on your birth certificate or no? Um, I don't think so. Maybe not, but no, I I guess my my mom always like no told me is exactly what it was. I have like an Obama style certificate of live birth. So I don't think it says what time I was born. Were you, were you born in Indonesia? I was born in New York City, baby. Sure, sure you were. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was at, um, what's the hospital called? St. Vincent. St. Vincent. Yeah, it was you yeah. and all the AIDS patients. I know. I really, I always think about, like, 
did I get I don't know it's so stupid I'm like did I get someone's like soul because like oh, a lot of people say, were did dying I get, did I get AIDS from no! being born in that hospital no I got no but it's just like oh, that's it was sweet. the only hospital it was like one of the only hospitals in the country that had like an AIDS pa- an yeah. AIDS program at all because of where it was located it was a it's it's it was a historic place it's sad that it um became condos it's so sad i know i hope it's not uh, good. well i was born at kaiser permanente in oakland the same hospital that our vice president kamala harris was born i mean we both were born in historic places. so maybe i got her soul yeah because she sure doesn't have one did, yeah <laughs> <laughs> we both made the same joke uh stupid um, joke uh, well yeah that i mean <laughs> that's the thing with these fucking i don't i in goop health i get why they wanted to take the money for the porsche but all of these videos now they're it's like embarrassing that it's like sponsored by porsche we're gonna have an eight minute video we're gonna talk we're gonna have a porsche commercial we're gonna talk about porsche when it yeah like you at least need the the idea of the presentation of like this is a spiritual practice i mean right i mean like have a little bit of respect for what you're talking about I know. Right? I mean, otherwise, it just feels like very fake. Who cares? I mean, it all is anyway. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I couldn't bear to even watch any of the videos from the new Ingoop Health, except I did watch that astrology one. It was really good, frankly. Um. Okay. My worst is simple. It's just the idea of these white sex therapists with Sanskrit names. And it's like, are we still doing this in 2021? Did they make up their own? That- did they make up their own Name? um like names i don't know that is the question it's like if you are a white woman that has a baby and names her something in sanskrit does that mean that she will definitely grow up to be a sex therapist or did these people i have to assume it's too much of a coincidence they have to have like changed their names they must have changed their name I mean, Darshana, I mean, she literally is like, white. <laughs> yeah, when you Google that name, it's not a lot of white women. And Jaya, I mean, I just can't even deal with it. Oh, Jaya's husband, because that's the thing, Jaya and her husband own the sex company together. So they do like all the like vibration, <laughs> like they do it, they both do it. <laughs> I love when you make that spooky sound for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe John and I should go as Jaya and her husband for. Oh my God. That would be so cute. Halloween. Everyone would. The husband is very like bald goatee. Like um, you don't watch Real Housewives of Potomac, but Michael Darby, the like creepy guy on that. He's like that. Yeah. I don't watch it. Um, And oh, and Darshana apparently is in a poly relationship with two men. So oh really yeah, yeah good for her um but i'm just like i don't know it's like an appropriation thing i get like if you think a name's pretty like i'm not irish and i have an irish name so i don't know but like it seems a little much to be like oh i'm doing a sanskrit one if you're white right seems i think like it's a little, much, a little yeah. much my mom wanted to name me mario and my dad forbid her for doing it she like Mario. Huh? Mario, yeah, Mario. Like no Italian at all, no Spanish at all. 
and it would have been so painful because like obviously super mario brothers came out a few years after i was born wow you really dodged a bullet i there. really dodged a bullet mario rucker i mean oh man can you imagine it would have been a cute name if there were no if mario you know didn't yeah if if super mario brothers didn't come out but it would still feel a little like mario like that's definitely not like that's you have to be like spanish or italian to be mario i feel like yeah it's not really it's not really a huge it's not a hugely common name but you know my name is agnes and i got through my life yeah and but agnes is like not a common name but it's cool like it's it's like an old-fashioned name which i'm sure as a kid was not cool but like now is quite cool yeah, I started to say on the podcast last week, but like I didn't get it out all the way or whatever. Um, I really am going to start reclaiming Agnes and start going by Agnes again. I just want to give you a warning and give our oh, yeah. a warning. I'm well, going to phase it in. We can start saying Agnes. We can even, well, I, I don't know if I can change the cover on our iTunes thing because that might be too complicated, but oh we God, could try. Really? I mean, oh my God, okay, let's do it. Okay, this is my official announcement. Agnes. Agnes. I like it. I like it too. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think, I mean, I, I, you know, people that go by diminutives of their names are cool too, but like, why not do your whole, your real? It was Aggie is like, I was embarrassed that my name was Agnes and I was like, what can I possibly go by? That's not Agnes. And it was Aggie, but then Aggie sounds, Aggie is a nickname for Agnes. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's clearly a nickname for Agnes. Like it's no, there's no mystery as to what it's short for. Well, Agatha. Oh, that's true. Oh, like on um, Superhero. Is she Aggie? I don't know. <laughs> What's her face? Catherine Hahn? Or just Agatha? Who's, what is, who's, what? Uh, Scarlet Witch. Um, Wanda Vision. The is girl, the Ag- bad girl. No, the bad one. The, the mean, the witch. Oh, her name is Agatha. Agatha, yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't go by Aggie, I guess. I don't think so. I think in one episode she does. Interesting. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so Agnes is coming back and everybody's gonna have to adjust. I'm sorry. Right. I just I'm too old to be an Aggie and I don't want it anymore. Let's do Agnes and then some, we'll we'll call iTunes, we'll call Spotify. Alert the press. Alert. Whenever <laughs> someone calls me Agnes, so I think they're mad at me. Agnes. It feels um, very like Yeah, because even your parents don't call you Agnes, right? Uh no, no one calls me Agnes really. Well, now everyone will. Except for like people who only knew me when I was really young, like my cousins and stuff like mm. that, like they do. Cause like, and like my English family all calls me Agnes. Wait, didn't you say you went by another nickname when you were a kid? Too? I went by a nickname, Nesta. Nesta, that's right. Which I pull, I had this book that was like baby names and I found my name and there was like a list of nicknames for Agnes. And so first I picked the one that sounded the least like Agnes, which was Nesta. And then I was like, I hate this. This name sucks. And then Nesta. I, I you went said, it by, sounds like, like you're like not of this world, like an alien somehow. It's such a weird fucking name. I don't know where I came up. I mean, it was in the book. Yeah. Well, at least you're not going but by Nesta is not a good name. Nesta is worse than Agnes, really. Yeah. Agnes is a great name. It's complicated. I have a complicated relationship with it. I like lo- half love it and half hate it. But it's, yeah. it is my name. It is interesting because I have almost like the exact opposite uh, 
relationship to my name. I have a very simple, like I've never hated it. I've never, I mean, I've liked it. I, I, I guess I've always liked that my name was at least spelled with a Y, which mm-hmm. when I was a kid, it seemed a little unusual, but now I feel like almost all, like at least half of Brian's or why it's, it's not unusual anymore. Half and half, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always been like a pretty simple, like you're not going to like make too many waves by being Brian. Yeah. I mean, it has its, that definitely has its perks, right? Yeah. I did hear that like all Brian's with a Y are gay, but I don't know if that's true. Um, but that's like the determination if you're gay or straight is if your name is Y or I. Let's see. Do I know any gay Brian's with an I or any straight Brian's with a Y? I, I do know. I do know a couple straight Brian's with a Y. I mean, I don't know that many Brian's. I feel like I know so many. I mean, but, I know too, and I know them pretty fucking well, I must say. But <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't, yeah. But I don't, um, but that's kind of it. But I don't know that many people. I'm pretty, you know, I keep it tight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what's your uh, craziest or saddest? It's a status one. So like I've been talking to you off the mic and I'll just say I'm, we're like, I'm probably, I don't know. I might move. Okay. And right now I live in Los Feliz and I I might move to this neighborhood in LA called Sherman Oaks. That's like kind of a suburb. It's like the Valley. It's still in the city of Los Angeles. It's not. Yes, it is. Sherman Oaks is part of LA. It's not. It has its own own zip code and it says Sherman Oaks, California when you get like mail. Oh really? I thought all yeah. the va- I thought all the valley was just LA. And it's like nine one something, like the zip code. It's not nine zero. Oh, for shame. I know. I, I mean, you guys are literally signing the lease today, so. Mm-hmm. I think you'll be. I think you'll be fine. And moving is stressful. Of course, you're gonna have apprehension, but if it's a nice place, I say, go for it. Well, anyway. So I typed in like Los Feliz into Goop just to see what came up. And it was like two pages of things of like restaurants and like all of these nice places. And then I typed Sherman Oaks. And the only thing that came up was the Arclight Cinema. <laughs> Which doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> Which also does not exist anymore. But then I'll tell you, but then to make up for it, I typed it again. And there was like a little bit more. Yeah. And you got, you got, like, like you said, Petit Trois. That's Sherman Oaks, right? There's yeah. You got Casa Vega. Yeah. You got, I mean, there's a ton of great sushi places in the valley. You really have you have any type of food you want. Uh I can get um the Kardashian salad place delivered to me. Yum. You're like literally close. You could go to Malibu like very quickly. I'm no not going to Malibu. Um you well, the arc light they turn I think it turned into a regal. So there's movies, you go to a Lemley. You can go hiking. You might catch like a fun, like a Lisa Rinna or a Tori Spelling, like all those Valley celebrities. Yeah. I know Lisa Rinna loves Casa Vega. Well, maybe I'll see her there sometime. Um, but it'll actually give me a good excuse to come up to see go to Casa Vega for happy hour with all that, that fried platter of goodness. Yeah. I'll make you come to my apartment and then we'll walk there. That sounds wonderful. Oh shit. I just gave away a little bit too much information. Oh, don't stalk her. Don't stalk me. Um, Whatever. Anyway, but I, there were like a few, th- so there's like one, two, three, four, five, six things on goop 
about Sherman Oaks. One of them is the Arclight. And Goop Kitchen will deliver to Sherman Oaks, yeah? And Goop Kitchen will deliver, which I'm not kidding you, was like a part of my decision making. So Also that there's a prime pizza in Burbank that will deliver. And um, prime pizza in Burbank will deliver to you in Sherman Oaks? They won't even fucking deliver to me. Well, we get delivery now from the one from downtown. We get delivery from there because there's one downtown. I have to pick it up every time I go. Wait. And I have to confront you about something. Okay. Did you say that you got a vodka sauce pizza from Prime Pizza? I did. How They don't have it on the menu. I tried to get it. I got, I don't know. I looked Whoa, at the one, Burbank which, menu and then I was like, maybe it's just not at the Burbank one. I looked at the downtown one, I think. Oh, maybe I only looked at Burbank and Fairfax. I was like, I, cause I, you told me about it and I was like, I need to get this. And I was like, this doesn't exist. I'm completely confused but maybe maybe the downtown one has it i don't know let's see let's see because it sounded so good it was really good um it was it was good but i will say i think that just like the grandma is perfection yeah the grandma is one is great and the, the the one with pesto is good and the fucking the pepperoni one with the two types of pepperoni guys you guys there's a place in la that's really good I gotta say. All right, I'm looking. Um, well, okay, while you're looking, I'll just quickly say my saddest, which has nothing to do with the sex show, surprisingly. Um, there was an article called The Things That Help New Parents and Babies Get By, sponsored okay. by Baby Bjorn. All right. And Jacqueline Whiteson, who is the Senior Director of Communications for Goop, she the thing that helps her as a mother is a teether that looks like a piece of kale. Oh God, why? It's a hundred. Oh wait, no, it's only nineteen dollars. I was going to say it's one hundred and ninety dollars. Oh my God. Okay, well that's that's <laughs> ni- something. Yeah, it's the company is called Oil. No, sorry, I'm dyslexic. Ollie and Carol. Ollie okay. and Carol. Then it's called, then the toy itself is called Kendall the Kale. And it looks like, I don't really understand how it's even a teether. It just literally looks like a leaf of kale and they stick it in their baby's mouth. And I'm just like, what is is this? Is this 2011? Like what, what is the fascination with kale? This is so dumb. I know. Aren't we past this? I guess I could see it's, if it was cabbage, it would be cute. I mean, it's like a cabbage patch kid, but the kid is eating it. I get it. It's cute, but it's like, uh, it's just such a tired, like you're doing this for the parents, like just buy wooden shapes from Scandinavia that don't look like things. I don't think. I mean, aren't you sick of things for babies that are actually for their parents to like convince them that like they're still cool or whatever. It's like, just give in. You yeah. had a child. Give in. You know what kids like is to stare at a screen. That's what kids give like. Give them most. your iPad. Give them your iPad. Let them go wild. Yeah. They'd love it. Teether. I mean, you don't need a teether. Just, you know, get a pack of Marlboros. And yeah. Or just like, that. don't do, just don't have kids. Come on. Like, <laughs> like, let's be honest. <laughs> like, come on. It's like, I yeah, get who, it. I get who, it. You have this biological desire to and you'll have someone to take care of you when you're elderly but not necessarily what if they hate you that's true you know it's no guarantee yeah better to just 
Save Sign your up money and the, hire uh, a nurse. Hire a nurse, or I, I really need to get on the waiting list. There's some like free uh, retirement home sponsored by the like LGBTQ center in LA. Oh, I think I know where it is. I literally need to get on the waiting it's list. It's like right on, now. it's like off Sunset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because there's not enough. There's too many fucking gays in the city that want that spot. One little building for all the retired yeah. gays in LA. It's not no way. I, I need to. I need to figure out how to get get on that list yeah get on it now it's like um it's like instead of getting uh, like on a preschool yeah. waiting list when you're find out you're pregnant you're just like get on the retirement home list when you're like in your 30s totally. <laughs> what if i literally called them and what would they say to me if i was like um can i like get on? They'd list probably now? be like you're insane they'd be proud of you for planning ahead for planning ahead i know because i'm terrified of old age that's you've got to plan ahead you've got to do it uh all right what would you try let me see what would i try i'm so deep on the freaking prime pizza list that like see, did you see a vodka slice no, i think that, i, I think brian i think brian made it up and he got it from somewhere else and told you it was prime or it wasn't actually vodka slices and you guys are like hallucinating that's entirely possible because it didn't taste like normal um like vodka sauce it was like chunkier it it wasn't like what you would expect it was like a little bit lighter but it wasn't like it it had like chunks of tomatoes in it i think i think you didn't get it from prime i think it was from somewhere else i think it was from i'm gonna i'm gonna research and i will yeah. get back to you i have two things to do next week i have to watch <laughs> the goop show and i have to find out about that pizza because i want that pizza um okay so i guess i would try i mean like this was gonna be like my thing i would buy but i'm sort of conflicted i'm just gonna say that this is the thing i would try really it's the thing i would buy and because I, I literally actually might buy it but there are like kind of two things i would buy this week but like as everybody knows I bought the fucking goop, um, the green pans. One of my lids immediately exploded and nobody helped me. They didn't send me a replacement. They were kind of assholes about it. Well, here to blow them out of the fucking water comes goop, the original goop. I'm not buying through goop. I'm buying goop products. There's a 10 piece cookware set. It's exactly the same as the green pan. Mm -hmm. It's all white. It is green pan. I'll take yeah. your whole kitchen with these 10 stunning hero pieces, all of them made with green pans, clean, non-toxic, blah, 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 blah. Aggie, I think Agnes, excuse me. It's I okay. think you, I think you did this. I think your complaint about the green pan was like, goop was like, Hey, we can do it better guys. We can do it better. And now I mean, they're driving this, that, those fucking assholes out of business. Well, it is green pan though. So I'm just reading about it. Oh, it is. It is green pan oh because they have a they have like a proprietary surface called thermal thermalon and I so i guess they're using the green pan technology but like is there a way now can i just call goop fit and care i'm gonna use this people i'm gonna get to the bottom of this oh yeah because you still never got your lid no. And what they did instead was so disrespectful. They sent me like a link to some shit to like Walmart where they sell like, <laughs> like lids for hands. And they were like all really ugly. And I was like, what's the point? 
Yeah. I mean, that is really bad customer service. I mean, yeah, I would say now they have this, and if it fits, if it's the same size, Goop, Goop, and we all know Goop has good customer service. Goop has the best customer service. If you get someone on the phone, because sometimes you'll just get their message. It's like, uh, hey, this is Goop. Leave a message. Yeah, they're like, thank you for calling Goop. We're out of the office. Call us back. Bye. <laughs> and like that's, but it's very it soothing to me. It works. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So which which of these you want all of them? You want the full set? Do you want a specific one? I think I just want the lid i just want to buy a lid again if i if that's impossible then i guess maybe i'll purchase an 11 inch fry pan because that's the one where the lid broke and i'll just throw my other one in the garbage can or i'll just have another one i mean it's an 11 inch fry pan so not to play devil's advocate but like you could just get an a, a, a lid any lid that fits that thing yeah you sound like the green pan customer service <laughs> now i could get it it's not as nice looking yeah no, i get it i get it i get it okay well and i bought the bot i was excited about this too i i have like pretty nice pans so the only thing there that i really would like is that um the oven roaster or the oh it's oh god i cannot read today it's oval it's a roaster for the oven but it's oval yeah and it looks really pretty. I don't have, I mean, I don't like do these like huge roasts all the time. So I probably wouldn't use it that often, but um, every once in a while, if I'm doing like a, you know, turkey or something, it would be fun to have. Sometimes you want to take it from the stove top down to the oven. Yeah. Or do, yeah. Or do like a whole, like a one sheet pan. Cause I'll use a sheet pan to do like a one pan thing, but sometimes it's sturdier to have the, um, a roaster. Yeah. So the, that looks pretty, but um, the thing I would try is I mean there wasn't much to try not in the realm of mm-hmm. not in the realm of you know walking like an animal or shaking your tits while your oh, husband God. is putting his hands and screaming over you. Oh, this sounds awful. I can't wait to watch it actually. Um, so there was a cocktail on Instagram that looked pretty good called the Whiskey Time. This herbal, smoky, and bitter notes are perfect. God. I'm sorry, I've become illiterate. Let me start again. The herbal, smoky, and bitter notes are perfectly balanced in this delicious cocktail. Beware, they're a little dangerous. So John randomly bought like three gallons of Dewar's scotch at Costco when he went last week. All right, well, sometimes so, the, yeah. the, the mood strikes at Costco. Yeah, so, um, I mean, this was actually perfectly lined up for my doer's lifestyle that I didn't know I was going to about to embark in. Yeah. Because there's, uh, it's doer's, you make a, oh, grapefruit juice, which is a little dangerous for me. I don't think I'm supposed to have grapefruit juice on my, on my um, statin, wow. <laughs> but a little bit won't hurt. So wild. Um, then you make a thyme simple syrup, which is pretty easy. And then that's it. Yeah. Grapefruit juice, doer's and thyme syrup. Mm. And it said if you have extra time syrup, you can use it to um, infuse in a whipped cream. Whipped whip cream, cream and thyme syrup, huh? Sounds good. What would you put that on? Um, I'm trying to think like a fruit. Well, a pumpkin pie would be weird with thyme, I feel like. Uh, a chicken pot pie <laughs> with a savory, <laughs> t- a savory thyme cream. Oh, my God why hasn't anyone done a savory a savory whipped cream on a chicken pot pie that's like genius that's a brilliant brian i think you just did something there yeah i feel like that's like a viral recipe i could do oh Uh, my god what if we have our first give yourself viral recipe (laughs) 
And it's like the most fucked up thing anyone's ever heard of. Chicken pot pie with savory whipped cream. Then like everyone will start doing it. Then like ready whip will come out with like savory spray whipped cream. I feel like the keto people should have been doing that. Yeah, the keto people would love that shit. Like an herb infused whipped cream that you put on top of chicken. Oh my God. Yeah, you just like roast a chicken and then you just fucking spray that shit on. Yeah. Or like in a soup, you just like, Put a dollop in a soup. I mean, I guess that's like what crumb fresh. A baked potato? Yeah. It's all great. Yeah. With like chives. Yeah. Do a a chive whipped cream. And salt. Oh my God. I'm making this and I'm figuring out, I'm doing this. For Thanksgiving. How cool would it be? Everyone to it. How, yeah. How cool would it be to be like, oh, here's the new thing for Thanksgiving, a savory. Instead, I mean, you can still put on gravy, still put on cranberry sauce, but you just put savory whipped cream on all of your food, like stuffing, yeah. mashed potatoes, turkey. It all sounds good with the savory whipped cream. I'm like, I'm on, I'm elated. Mm. I'm fantasizing. Maybe this can be our new business. Well, yeah, we're, we're, make we're the, the savory whipped cream people. What if that's like our new merch you can buy on like whatever we have, yeah. like that t-shirt thing. Like you can buy like a tub, like a cool whip style tub of our savory whipped cream. Yeah, we just do cool whip and sprinkle some thyme and I guess you'd have to make the thyme syrup. Yeah, I'm, so now I'm hungry. I'm so hungry. Oh, oh yeah, I know me too. Okay. We gotta end. Okay, so that was try and then so wait, bot you try you were you were trying the pans. I mean, like I actually probably will buy it, but I feel like I want to try the pans. But yeah, yeah. I mean honestly, I'll probably just buy it. It's I, what what can I say? Try and buy it. there's some it's, yeah, it's a it's a fine line. There's some overlap, right? Cause the thing I really do want to buy, but I probably won't because I think it's expensive. I might get try to find some sort of a knockoff. Is like I really do like this half zip striped sweater from the new like fall G label mm. line. It's just like really classic and simple. And it reminds me of the kind of thing where it's like you see it and you're like, Oh, that's like I should be able to find that somewhere else for yeah. less money, something comparable. And everything you find that's remotely comparable to it is the ugliest thing you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And like, you're like, oh, this actually, I don't know if it's marketing or if it actually is designed better. I'll never know the difference because I'm too stupid to know like the difference between like something that I actually like and something that's like marketed to me. But I feel like I want to find something that is like in this neighborhood, maybe this, but probably not because I don't think I like it $600 worth. 600 is a lot for a sweater. I mean, it literally looks like it should cost $80 to me, but yeah. I don't know. I, I have a blue and white striped sweater that I've had for, with like um, these elbow patches on it that I've had for a long time that I really like. And I think I just found it at like Macy's or Nordstrom's and it was probably, yeah. Yeah, it was probably like a hundred bucks. Yeah. I like the zip. I like this half yeah. zip. But you know what? I think I can find you'll be you'll be able to find something yeah. online for uh for yeah, like a hundred bucks. I think so too. Mm. I think I'm gonna have to start doing Christmas shopping soon. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've not I'm not doing it. I refuse. What do you mean? I mean I'll do it, but I'm not gonna I mean I'm not even seeing my family on Christmas, so it'll just have to be Oh god. Amazon. What are you doing? You're staying home? No, no, we're going to John's family. Oh, okay uh all right oh my god what 
I literally just found the exact same sweater on Nordstrom for 200 for half the price. Ta-da! The exact same. I mean, it's still $300, but it's like That's still expensive. But Nordstrom, expensive. if you get the credit card, you can get a discount. Oh, really? Yeah. But then you just have to remember to pay your bill cuz Oh my god, and then I found it marked down to to 150. Look at that. Perfect. Guys, if you have any questions, call me. Yeah. 150. Gorgeous. That's a totally normal price for a sweater. Absolutely normal. Look at that. Sorry, Gwyneth. You lost a sale. Yeah. I'm loving it. Okay. Should I do it? Do I even want it now? I don't know. I'm just happy that I found it. Can you do Afterpay? Or or Nordstrom? I hate Afterpay. I feel like it's so annoying when like you keep getting charged. I really like, I'm always like, oh my God, why am I getting charged $20? And I'm like, oh, I bought that fucking thing like two months ago. Yeah. Just pay for it and forget about it. I get it. But I, I, it keeps me humble. I like, I like, cause I only can do, I only like, I only allow myself to do one afterpay purchase at a time. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm, if there's already an afterpay on the cycle, then I know I can't make a purchase again until I pay it off. So it, it helps That's me. That's good. That's good. Cause yeah, if you're getting like three afterpay payments a month, you're just, then there's no point. No, the, exactly. The one that's 150 is black. Ooh. I like the, the one navy. that's 295 is navy. And it looks would, like there's a white one. I would keep searching. I bet you could find a navy one for 150 somewhere. I must be able to. I must be able yeah. to. But I'm really surprised. This is a very similar sweater. I'm going to send it to you just because I think you'll be so shocked. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, 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 uh. Wait, did you send it to me in the chat? No. No, I'm sending it to you right now. Hang on. Okay. Well, guys, uh, as always, thank you for listening to our podcast. It's called Goop Yourself. I'm Brian yeah. Rucker. I'm Aggie Agnes. No, that, that, yeah. I know. I just did it to myself. Okay. I'm Agnes Hewitt. We're going to try this thing. I know it's weird. I feel like I just made this decision on this podcast, but I'm going for it. It's thrilling. Okay. And then in Sherman Oaks, no one knows you anyway. So like, you'll just be Agnes. And they won't yeah, I know. It's like my whole new identity as a person <laughs> of Agnes who lives in Sherman Oaks. I mean, who knows what, what the future holds, right? Exactly. I'm going to go to Air One every day to make myself feel better about living in the Valley. Where is the Air One up there? It's like literally like really close to where my... That's so is. dangerous. You it's could walk there. there? I mean, you can't really walk anywhere, but it's like probably a five minute drive. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess everyone's like a five-minute drive anyway, but... Well, not for me. If everyone's a five-minute drive... Then it's more like 10. Because I go... Which one? Right on Hyperion and then cut over. It's pretty close. Air one on Hyperion? Right off Hyperion, yeah. Guys, this is boring for everyone. Aggie's confused about the location of the Air one in Silver Lake. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we love you. And we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.